Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. In this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my success stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got where I am, how I've built our company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside of our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate pro, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi there. You're listening to episode 17 of the Katie Lance podcast. And today I'm talking about the why and how to really lean into your niche market. So this episode is about really thinking about what are you good at? What are you really good at? And what are you known for? So whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you work for someone else, whether you're retired or you're a student, I think this will be really a great value for anybody. There's that phrase that I've said, and I know others have said, the riches are in the niches. And when it comes to business, success, wealth, whatever your definition of success is, what I found is that there's a lot of value in being really specific on who you are and who you're not. Because at the end of the day, nobody wants to hire a generalist right? If you want to have, if you want, (laughs) if you need to have brain surgery, heart surgery, are you going to hire that sort of general surgeon that can do everything? Or are you going to hire the best brain surgeon or the best heart surgeon? It's the same thing with any line of work. Be really specific. And I would encourage you to ask yourself, who do you love working with? And who do you not love working with? If you've ever wondered, what's your niche market? Who, you know, what, what is my niche that I could focus on? I would encourage you to really think about the last person that you worked with that you loved working with. And who's the last person you work with that you didn't really love working with? I know a lot of you listening to this are my real estate friends. So think about some of your past clients that you've worked with. Those ones that you couldn't wait to talk to on the phone. You couldn't wait to see what was it about them? Were they, you know, from a specific area? Did they, is there something specific about their personality or how they found you? Why did you enjoy working with them? And then think about those people that you worked with that it just wasn't a good fit, right? It was like a square peg in a round hole. And that will really help you to think about who your niche market is. You know, I remember when I first started my company, I thought to myself, well, I'm going to specialize in social media and I know I'm kind of known in real estate, but this applies to everybody. So I can appeal to a lot of people. And in the beginning I did, I worked with a lot of great companies from all different industries. But then what I realized is that 
there's, there's nothing wrong with really having a niche. There's nothing wrong with really saying, this is what I want to be known for. And, you know, I think about just a lot of the folks that have had success, especially in the social media space, when you can really be super specific on who you want to work with and who you serve, it can be so beneficial. You know, I know for us, the fact that I have staked my claim and say, yes, I specialize in social media when it comes to real estate, I think has been such a huge, huge thing for us. And to be honest, I don't think it, I know it. And hopefully that doesn't come across as as bragging or, or anything like that. But I can tell you from personal experience, when I really leaned into the fact that I had become known in real estate, what happened is I started saying no to other things that didn't really fit into that niche. And I attracted so much more business. So if you've ever struggled with this, and I talk about this because I think a lot of people struggle with this. You know, we, we don't want to, we don't want to be exclusionary. We don't want to miss any kind of business. I see this a lot in real estate. I see a lot of people who want to sort of appeal to everybody. Um, You know, for example, I live in the San Francisco Bay area and I know, you know, the next time we hire a realtor, I'm not going to hire someone who says, I serve the entire San Francisco Bay area. Why? because I don't want to live in the entire San Francisco Bay Area. I know exactly where we want to live. And I want to hire a, a, a specific expert for that specific neighborhood. And especially in real estate, it's impossible to really be an expert on, you know, such a huge geographic area, right? It's like, you know, New York, right? Or San Francisco or any big city. Every city has its own niches, its own neighborhoods. And <clears throat> There's a lot of value in leaning into those niches. So I encourage you to think about a few things. What are you known for and by who? What are you known for? And the way to kind of think about this is what are what do you get asked about? Like what are the things that you find people ask you the most about? Like when you're having casual conversations and people find out what you do, what are the questions that they ask you about? Or when people already know what you do and you're at maybe a backyard barbecue, what what does that conversation look like? So thinking about what are you known for and by whom, and then I encourage you to take ownership of your niche. Start naming them out in your videos, in your content. So for example, for, for us, we focus a lot in the real estate industry. So I will say that specifically in my videos. I'll say, hey, if you're an agent or broker, these are the three things that you want to think about when it comes to how to maximize Instagram or realtors. These are the two things I want to talk to you about today when it comes to Facebook. Start naming them out in your videos. Be really specific. So if you are, you know, if you are, you know, specifically working with, um, you know, buyers or sellers, or, you know, maybe you or you aren't in real estate, maybe you're listening to this. And, you know, I know we have some people who listen to this who have kind of a side business, maybe you're someone who makes homemade items on Etsy, right? And you and your audience is, is, you know, potentially moms, right? You can call out those types of people inside of your content and use that language inside of your content right? So naming them out in your videos, naming them out in your content and on social media and talking directly to them, right? Imagining they're right in front of you. So whether it's your content, whether it's your podcast content, whether it's your video content, take ownership of that niche. And what happens when you do this is you start to attract who you want to work with. 
And I can tell you from business experience that your your business will will explode. It really will when you really start to take ownership of that. And the the flip side is that you won't appeal to everybody, right? You won't appeal to everybody. There's going to be some people who say, oh, you know, she's not for me. He's not for me. And that's okay, right? So lean into who you are and who you're not. Really focus on a niche. I, I can't emphasize that enough. I think it's so, so important. So just a few lessons learned. As I said before, nobody wants to hire a generalist. Be specific, right? Be really specific with who you want to work with. A, a great example of this, I think of my good friend, Heather Hyman, who has a great podcast as well, and she runs a great social media business. And her niche are Christian business owners. And that's a really specific niche, right? And she knows by putting herself out there and by and by really owning that, what happens is that she runs the risk of maybe offending up maybe offending people, of maybe alienating some people. And that's not that it's okay to offend people. Obviously, we don't want to offend anybody, but at the same time, it's okay to own your niche. And she does does this in such a beautiful way that she's really focused on who she knows she can serve best, right? And that's how I feel about when I talk about the real estate industry. Yes, a lot of what I talk about is applicable to a lot of different industries, but I'm known in real estate, right? And so it's leaning into that. And you know, I remember going to a conference a few years ago where so many people were trying to figure out their niche and figure out what they wanted to do that it really made me take stock of the fact that if you are known in a certain area, take ownership of that. And by the way, if you aren't known in a certain area, maybe you are in the early stages and you don't really know what your niche is, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit of a generalist in the beginning. And once you start to build up clients, once you start to build up your business, once you start to have a a couple different jobs in the job market, you'll quickly realize what you love to do, who you love to work with, and who you don't love to work with. And you might even, you know, take, you know, grab a pen and grab a pen and paper and and start making a list of people you love to work with. What are their attributes? Uh, What are things that you love to do? Which is very different than things you know how to do. Just because you know how to do something doesn't mean you necessarily have to be teaching it. That doesn't necessarily have to be your job, right? Just because I know about email marketing doesn't mean that I need to offer that as a service, right? My zone of genius, my specialty, my niche is social media. So although you may know about certain things, start writing down what are the things you love to do? What are the things you're passionate about? Who do you love to work with? And that can really help to think about what your niche market is. So again, big lesson learned. Nobody wants to hire a generalist. Be specific. And that number two lesson I would say is who do you love working with? Who do you not love working with? And I think this is important whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're working for someone else. You know, if you're in a job that you are frustrated with, a lot of times it might be with the people that you're working with. You might enjoy the work, but sometimes the people that can be that challenging part. So that's a, this is a great opportunity to really think about who do you work the best with? And that sort of self-knowledge, self-intuition is so, so important. And then the last lesson that I would encourage you to think about is how can you become known? How can you become known? And some of you have heard me talk about this book, Known, 
many times. I think I've mentioned it in a few different podcasts, but known as a fantastic book. It's written by Mark Schaefer, who is a great uh, speaker and author, and I highly recommend it. I'll drop the link to known in the show notes below, but it's a great book. It's a quick read about how do you become known in a specific niche market? Um, And there's some fascinating research in the book and some really great tips. Now, at the end of the day, when it comes to your niche, when it comes to success, when it comes to all of these things that we're talking about, I think one of the things that's really helped me a lot in my success and in my business is taking the time to stop and smell the roses, taking the time away from the daily hustle, the daily grind to reflect and to focus on something that was really important to me and have those personal hobbies. So in our next episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I try to take the time to stop and smell the roses, taking the time to do the things that you love. And I'm actually going to talk about one of my more recent um, passions, which is gardening, which kind of makes me smile because I never thought I could garden. I always thought I was one of those people that killed every houseplant, which I kind of did. And over the last few years, I have really started to enjoy it. And there's a lot of similarities between gardening and life and business. And I'm going to talk a lot about that in my next episode. So I hope you join me for that because I think, you know what, at the end of the day, life is not all about work, 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 work hard, play hard. That's what it's all about. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I would love to hear from you. Do you struggle with finding your niche or are you someone who's really leaned into your niche? Let me know. Reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. Let me know. Let me know if this if this episode has been beneficial to you. And if you are enjoying this podcast, the best way you can support this podcast is by sharing this out. So if you're active on Facebook or Instagram, share this link out to your friends and family and colleagues. Let people know that you're listening and that you're enjoying the podcast. Thank you guys so much. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, I'd love if you'd subscribe and leave me a review. Also, make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at, and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.